0: The Greenwood and Mulliner Show is sponsored by OneFootball. OneFootball is the app you all need to get the latest info on Newcastle United and the Premier League. Make sure you go and download OneFootball today. Newcastle Fans TV Hello everyone,
1: welcome back to the Greenwood and Mulliner Show here on Newcastle Fans TV. Episode number 81 is wow. with the voice actor Schaefer Bates, Simon. He did not disappoint,
2: did he? I've been looking forward to this one for ages. Um, Everyone would recognise his voice or his impersonations or his face because they always pop up on social media or on YouTube because they're so, so good. He's such a talented guy. And who would have thought it? He's a fan of Newcastle United as well. Keeping you up, Johnny, who just does a massive yawn and tries to keep it quiet for audio listeners. Am I boring you? You got Schaefer out of the way and now you're just stuck with me. (laughs)
1: i was <laughs> just just very tired. Um, no, in all seriousness, it, it was brilliant. Really, really yeah. enjoyed this one. Yeah, yeah. Look, he, he does a few impressions, which we'll we'll let you enjoy later on in the show. Um, I'm not giving it away, but some of these impressions are absolutely phenomenal. They really, really are, and there's a reason why
2: he's a very well-renowned voice actor. Sam. Yeah. Oh my god, it's it, it's ridiculous. Like, yes. It, it, As you'll come to hear, I mean, we were quite um, conscious that, like, we didn't want to milk the cow dry because he's obviously every time he does an interview, it's like do the performing thing. But obviously, of course, he does the. Of course, he does some impressions. There's Steve Bruce in there, Gordon Ramsay, Donald Trump, Christopher Walken. Oh, they're just brilliant, and he's going to be huge. He's going to be huge. He's such a talented guy. He will get his, and he's very driven, motivated. He he will achieve everything he wants to and more
1: yeah we were talking about his roots to where he is today he talks about how he started on YouTube nine years ago I think YouTube's yeah. kind of exploded in the last 10-12 years but he started very very early on got himself in the spotlight very early and he's really continued his successful voice acting career um, but he is a Newcastle United fan and again it's almost the perfect time to get these guests on now because the fact that Newcastle positivity. are doing a yeah, there's a lot of positivity, of course. And again, it, it's, it's just nice to be talking about current day positive things rather than, you know, the Savoy Robson era, the Kevin Keegan era, where even the Chris Hughton era to an extent where it was a little bit was okay for certain spells. It's just nice to get a, a, to have something positive to talk about currently, Sam, isn't
2: it? Yeah, great. It makes such, such a difference, doesn't it? Um... And and you know, like Newcastle, our videos on Newcastle Fans TV, they're always they always do best when we win and when there's positivity. I mean, not all fan bases are like that. Some tune in when just when they lose, you know. So it, it it's been great these past few weeks. Now the form's picked up, and long may it continue because um, this could be the start of something great.
1: It really could be. Um, it's it's just nice. It's just nice talking about Newcastle now where and never used to be for a few months. But it was actually interesting because uh, Schaefer actually knows Jeff Hendrick and he mentions Jeff a lot. And
2: Yeah, I wasn't expecting stuff. that. Spoiler no, alert.
1: I actually think, do you think he looks a little bit like him? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, no, he looks a, a tiny bit not, what, not just like him. They've
2: both got twins. long hair.
1: Just, 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 I don't know, just a vibe, of, just the vibe I got. Just the vibe I got. Jeff Hendrick and Shaker Bates look, look a little bit like, but they're, apparently they're very good friends. And obviously, Jeff's at QPR now, so he's been invited to go and watch at QPR. But we're trying to get into St. James's Park, aren't we, Sam?
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, he's got to come up. I mean, only I know as well as anything. Like being over 200 mile away, it can be difficult to get up for for games and whatnot. So, and he, he he's got quite an emotional background in how he came to support Newcastle as well. So it'll it'll be a big big deal for him as you'll come to hear. So, don't want to give too much away because this one's a cracker.
1: It really, really is. not episode number 81 now, Sam. Is it safe to say now we're on, we're officially on the road to episode 100?
2: Nope. No. Because we ain't got anyone else booked in yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's work to be You're done yet, this. my friend,
2: but we'll get there, we'll get there.
1: Well, 81.19 to go. See what happens, see what happens on the Green and the Show here on Newcastle Fans TV, but I think it's about time we get this show up and running about 81, yes, 81, 81 episodes, incredible. This is the Green and the Show, and it is with Shafer Bates.
0: The Greenwood and Mulliner Show on Newcastle Fans TV.
1: Hello and welcome back to The Greenwood and Mulliner Show here on Newcastle Fans TV. Alongside myself, Jonathan Greenwood, and my co-host Sam Muller. We are joined by one of the best impressionists in the world, or voice actor, or however you want to be described. But we have <laughs> Schaefer Bates here. Schaefer, what is your job role and I've said it right. Let's be honest. I don't, I'm, I'm not What's your
0: tax right bracket?
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, my job role now apparently is the best in one of the best impressionists on the planet. Thank you very much for that intro. I'll take that. Um, yeah. No. Thanks for having me on. By the way, um, I mean, but by trade, I'm a professional voice actor, um, but um, yeah, I do do some impressions on the side as well, which started in. Twenty thirteen, I believe, and sort of just escalated from there.
2: I mean, I've got to tell you, Schaefer, Like, my mum messages me every week on WhatsApp saying, Oh, who have you got coming on the show this week? And like every like, you know, Nobby Solano, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Shearer. Oh, that's amazing. When I told her you are coming up, you were coming on, she lost her shit. Oh, she really? actually, <laughs> I've never seen a reaction from her before. It's ridiculous, but oh, um, my-
0: yeah. yeah, I mean hearing hearing stuff like that to this day, I'm like, no, no, come on. I mean, no. yeah, put them even next to them names and your mum getting uh getting shocked oh. and surprised. Yeah, God, give her my yeah. love, all the best
2: for Oh, she'll be watching this. Like she would she would already smash <laughs> that like button, hint hint, everyone. <laughs> but uh yeah, when when did it all start for you? I know you said twenty thirteen there, but when did you discover that you had like a knack for I mean, for instance, nailing the perfect Gordon
0: Ramsay? <laughs> I mean, that was only in the last year. If you haven't seen me milking it enough, but um, yeah, honestly, it was. It was. Um, it sounds sort of. um sounds sort of uh, cliche. I actually did live in my mum's basement, and that's that, that's a fact. Um, it's an old split level bungalow, and the the the, uh, the garage underneath the house got converted into a bedroom for me. And I remember saying to my mum, "Well, oh, there's this thing called YouTube, and YouTube wasn't like a huge thing back then." um it's it sort of 2012 2013 it was on its way up but it wasn't there wasn't many people who sort of turned it into a, a a career path and it certainly wasn't something you know i really wanted to do as a career it's a bit of fun of doing um i think i start with family guy impressions i think that's what it was and it was recorded on a a, a playstation 2 eye toy that was the camera i was using wow. i mean camera quality wasn't that uh uh incredible back then anyway but if I watch back uh, the videos of uh, and the quality, I think how did you see that? It looks like you have severe cataracts. Watching it, <laughs> um, I started doing just Family Guy impressions, and, and and I think one of the first videos I I, I put out, I sort of uh, I titled it um, <laughs> Guy Does Awesome impressions in five minutes. So I was just sort of put these clickbait <laughs> titles out straight away. Turns out it wasn't clickbait because it, it hit a million views. And I thought, how is this done? And then um, it just, it spiraled from there. I kept trying other impressions and rolling it out and people really loving it. And I just thought, right, okay, um, maybe I'll quit my job. And I quit my job. My mum probably hated me for about two or three years because there wasn't any money coming in and then uh, and then loved me for it. Bless her, but um, yeah, it's, it was definitely sort of YouTube that gave birth to it all. Um, all them years ago. I mean, how long ago is that? Now I'm discalcula. So what was that twelve oh, years? Nine years ago. Nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> started off with that. Yeah, that's, that's incredible.
1: A lot of voice actors. I think did they look at the the love of comedy comedy in particular? Did they look at maybe other voice actors? Did they look at uh, comedians. Is is that was that similar for you,
0: Schaefer? Um yeah, I mean I, I sort of I grew up as um a massive fan, sort of even when I was sort of eight, nine or years of age of Robin Williams. And I mean not just of his um his acting. It was um how he started off with comedy. I mean the guy had a brain like a quantum computer. His um he'd say things that even now to this day that weren't sort of inadvertently funny, but he'd just command a room. He'd sort of um yeah. He'd have an interview and everyone would laugh at him, whether it's with him or at him. He was incredible. And uh, I grew up just um, enjoying him and he started doing impressions and he'd, he'd run it into his comedy routine and improv. And I, I think I think I remember watching, uh, it was Mrs. Doubtfire, the scene where he's in the job centre and she says, do you have any skills? And he's like, I do voices. And uh, I think that was the intro of my YouTube videos for years because I tried saying it at the job centre once. And uh, I've sort of met the same confusion, but yeah, definitely saw sort of Jim Kerry, Robin Williams. Um, yeah, growing up on on those guys and just uh, just the, I think it's just the manic episodes from them. I think Robin Williams said it best. He said, uh, "You only have one little spark of madness, and you mustn't lose it." And I think it was just growing up with them too, just that it, it, it sort of uh, eccentric. You don't know what they're going to say next. So I just all grew up around that. Um, and then sort of nuanced comedy, I'd always loved Lee Evans. I thought he was fine. I don't know anyone who did, back then didn't love Lee Evans, but yeah, saw those guys, for sure.
2: I mean, what I love about you is that, um, I mean, it's not going to just be a love-in, um, because we'll talk about Newcastle later on. Although things, <laughs> are, go- things are going well, but um, your, your impersonations, and they're always current. You're not just doing oh, thanks, things... That have you know just been done, like you're not just rolling out like a Prince Charles, which has been you know, yeah, dead yeah, for 30 years. But like, you you see a show like Game of Thrones come out, which has got you on to was it Jimmy Kimmel?
0: Oh, yeah, which is, yeah,
2: which is crazy. And that, that, that was the first, that I think the first video I saw of you was ringing a, a builder's merchant, and the line, send a raven with the invoice, <laughs> absolutely destroys me to this day, yeah. Um. Is that something you're con- uh, consistently wary of that to, to always keep it uh, contemporary and, and, and current?
0: Yeah, 100%. I think that's always sort of been, I've tried to keep it my brand, whether it be Game of Thrones, Peaky Blinders. Uh, I think I was on Narcos at one point running impressions with that. The man. just even the freaking tranquil- train guy on Instagram. <laughs> 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 I swear hey, that got me I-, I I swear that's got me shadow banned on TikTok because ever since I've done that, I've I've it's been a struggle trying to get views again. I'm not allowed no to touch the train guy. <laughs> on the great great western running from Gloucester all the way up to <laughs> I love that guy, by the way. He's lovely. Um yeah, I, I think it was um I just love it. I I try and keep things uh, contemporary uh, because it's just sort of, why not? I I do love, you know, some of the older impressionists who've done the same guys. And people go, it's the same material. But if you're saying different things and you're doing, I don't know, say Al Pacino, Christopher Walken, um, talking about Newcastle's form, for me that's funny because that's contemporary as well because it's it's just you're mixing the old with the new. But I do... I do try and keep things as current as possible. Like, I can't wait for this new Lord of the Rings TV show uh, to come out. Obviously, I don't touch Game of Thrones anymore. Um, no, I'm going to be careful what I say, but I was, I'm not sure many people are that pleased with the ending of the show. Um, no. And it's not that I don't touch it because of that, it's just I've moved on from it now. So the yeah. Lord of the Rings TV show that's coming out, I think in September, I think they're releasing the trailer today, actually, or tomorrow, um, that's going to be sort Of the new thing that I'll jump on and hopefully hopefully get a bit of a, a resurgence, um, with something new on TV with that, but yeah, definitely. I th- th- thanks for saying that, by the way. I've always, always try and keep things uh, as contemporary as possible. I've been learning Joe Rogan at the moment, and it's, it's brand new. It's and a, a, I haven't really tried to, I, I won't try and impersonate someone if they're not impressed, like I tried doing Ricky Gervais for years, I can't do his voice, and I've admitted to myself, he, he's a great comedian, great writer, but I can't do his voice. So I won't touch it. And sometimes you get really like, God, it's going through this phase where I used to be able to do 10, 15 impressions. I'd learn 10 or 15 impressions within the week. Um, But Joe Rogan's a new one. I've been learning. And I, I've, <laughs> I've put a few videos out of him lately. And you get a couple of people who are like, well, this doesn't sound like him. And I'm like, oh God. And you want to explain, you try and explain the process of, like, it takes time and you can't just, you can't score penalties all the time. Excuse the pun. Um, I wish I could, but um, that's a new one I'm working on, and that's and people go. oh, Did you jump on that because of his controversy? Yeah, I might have, but I've also watched Joe Rogan for. <laughs> I've also watched Joe Rogan for years as well. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for saying that. That actually means a lot. Thank you. Well,
2: well, Joe Rogan's a funny one though, isn't it? Because like whoever he has on during like the three or so hours that he's on for, he could have the Dalai Lama on, and he'll somehow twist the conversation to talk about Conor McGregor
0: versus Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> or DMT or elk meat. Yeah. <laughs> There
1: you go. <laughs> uh, Schaefer, how long in the future do you get ready for uh, new impressions? Because I can't imagine you, like, so you've got Lord of the Rings, which is in a, a few months' time, but how how long do you go, right, I need to have new material by such and such, like every two months or is it every month? How how, how do you uh, look into it?
0: Honestly, I try, and, I, I try and just see what's trending. If I'm seeing the same name come up on my Twitter feed of someone who said and done something... I'll just jump on it with that. Um, I'll just keep trying to learn it. So I think we went through a phase of when Gordon Ramsay was doing the trip. Is it the trip with um, Gino De Campo and the, uh, oh, the, concert, yeah, yeah. the French guy? I Shouldn't say, I, don't, I don't know his name, but um, that was trending all the time on Twitter. So I t- tried to learn a Gino. The problem was by the time I'd learned Gino, it, it, the show was over. But yeah, I try and I try and just jump on anything that's that anyone who's mentioned a lot on Twitter or. Um, I think the next one, everyone's pestering me to jump on. Is it Ozark? Ozark or something? Everyone's going on about jumping on Ozark Impressions. I haven't watched the shows. I don't actually watch a lot of TV unless it's Newcastle. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I try and just, yeah, if there's something, if there's something um, popping off on Twitter, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on it. So if Conor McGregor said something stupid, I'll jump on that. Um, if Donald Trump said something, so he doesn't say a lot of things stupid anymore. Well, mainly because he's not a... Uh, I don't think he's on Twitter anymore. But uh, yeah, I just honestly just try and jump on um, whatever's trending um, because I enjoy it and it just keeps things fresh for sure. So how long
2: does it take to sort of nail down an impersonation then? Because, I mean, what I was interested in is what came first, your Steve Bruce or was it because Steve Bruce was appointed
0: Newcastle manager all that time ago? (laughs) Um, I definitely when he was appointed, I think. But uh, in terms of, yeah, in terms of building an impression, it it varies, man. It because it, there's there's different parts that you get the back of the throat, tongue and the teeth, nasally. Um, so I try and break a character up into one of those. So, for example, Joe Rogan's very sort of croaky. He's got this sort of Kermit the Frog, John C. Riley thing going on. Um, so it, it it depends. Some people just come to me like that. Others um, I've not been able to do. And then I'll say a couple of lines out to myself and I'll go, oh, wait, that sounded okay. Or what I do now is what I used to do is just upload it to the internet, even if it's crap. And then if people go, if the majority of people, which I mean, a good feedback is 50, 50, to be honest, because this is the thing with impressions. I mean, Al Foran always talk about this. It's what, well, when you do impressions, and people go, well, he's the best in the world, or he's the best in the world, or this is the best impressionist on the planet, full stop. It's like walking into a pub and saying you're the artist man in there. The chances are there's probably the quietest guy in the corners could knock you out. It, it's doing impressions, is what you hear in your head is totally different to what uh, is externalized, which is what comes out of your mouth. So it's like your phone voice. People go, God, I can't stand listening to my voice on the phone. Well, that's how you sound. It's how you sound to yourself internally is just acoustics bouncing across your cranium, and, and and so it's a bit muffled. So your version of an impression might sound terrible in your head, and then you do it for 100 people, and 60, 70 of them are like, that's amazing, and you're like, what? It's terrible. So I just think it's, it's – you can never be perfect with an impression because it sounds different to everyone. Some people like tomato sauce on their chips. Some people like mayonnaise. And you're the weirdos who like brown sauce. But it's just um, – from now on, I just upload things, and and if fifty percent of people go, that's good. I go, well, that's good enough because you can never have an impression where hundred percent of people go, oh, it's immaculate. Because there's always, there's always someone, there's always some, you know, I'm not, no, I won't, I won't say it, but there's always someone who, who's not impressed, and so I just, yeah, I run with that. That's that, that's the uh, the sort of trial and error I run with.
1: I think it's interesting that you only think fifty percent, fifty percent of people think you've done a good impression. Oh, I say <laughs> if it was Gordon, so i say it was Gordon Ramsay, for example, and like I said, only 50%, 50% of people think, yeah, that's really good. I think that's remarkable. I would have thought it would be like high 80s, maybe even like 90% of people. But
0: I mean, to be honest, I just, when I upload an impression, if I'm not impre- impressed with it, because most of the time I'm not, I, I usually have all my notifications off on of my phone. Like I sort of... Have, upload a video like this and then I just do it right like right
2: <laughs> come back to it a few days later and,
0: and, and check. but um I mean with Gordon Ramsay look honestly to this day I look at it and go oh god that's that's not good but Gordon follows me and we we talk now and then and he loves it so mm-hmm. I'm like if the guy who I'm impersonating is not and and Gordon's just he doesn't care what he says and if he's like wow okay this is uh, amazing I'm like, yeah, fine. Gordon Ramsay said, "I don't need, I don't need anyone else to tell me if it's good or not." If the guys saying that, but yeah, usually I just, yeah, I upload it and then I sort of do a runner and I'll reply to a few comments and then that's it. I will leave it faster and and then I'll just assume over the few comments I read if it's good or not and that's it. Um, yeah,
1: I'm just going to say because it says fifty percent of people. You, I'm guessing you still get one or two people that think, "Well, I can do it better." And they come up to you and they go, "What do you think of my Gordon Ramsay, for example?" I'm, I can imagine you get that everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've always said this. When people come up to me and and, and sort of go, and it's in in a, in a passive aggressive way as well, um, and go, "Well, here's my impression." I'm, I'm like, "Well, good on you. All, all the power to you." I don't. It's like, what can I, what can I say and do? That's gonna. If you don't enjoy what I do, if I turn around and go. You know, that 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 that's really good. It's not gonna matter to you anyway. Um, but yeah, you do get some lovely people who come up to you in the street and, and try and do their impressions to you, and it's it's great. But there's nothing I can say, as I, I said earlier on, impressions sound different to everyone. So there's nothing I can say or do that would uh validate someone's impression. If you think it's good, just check it out there. But yeah, I do get people who go, Well, I I, I can do better than that. So we'll crack yeah. it on. Let's have a go, put it out there. We could probably do with some new impressionists on 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 uh, on social media or in TV or on radio or whatever.
2: Nah, no, no. Between you and Al, Ford, <laughs> between you and Al, and I think you've got it pretty much covered.
0: Al, Al is just i Al is in, incredible. I mean, Al. If me and Al did a show like Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan uh, with the trip, he, I'd be more Steve Coogan, uh, ironically, and he'd be he'd be Rob Brydon because. I, got, I get to a point where I am I love, I enjoy doing impressions, but it's always, there's always, there is a goal that I want to reach. So eventually I've always, I've always been quite transparent with this. Uh, eventually I'd love, the end goal to me would be to be in a Disney Pixar movie as a cartoon character, whether it be playing a, a, a frog who has one line in the background or whatever, or a main role. It's always been, always been my goal. Al just loves doing impressions. He eats, sleeps and breathes it. And, um, I know. I said earlier on there isn't. I don't think anyone should say there is a predominantly best on the planet. Al is the best, in my opinion. I, I, I idolize Al. Like we've been best friends for oh, bro, maybe the last eight years now. I just think he's so fantastic, and the the way he can just. I, I don't know. I just my my comedy is a bit more crude than his. He makes his just. I don't know a bit more universal. I, 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 I. If you watch this, Al, I love you. Um, I think he's incredible. <laughs> I just fanboy him over him even today. He's he's fantastic.
2: That's good. So, so you you don't look at him um, kind of begrudgingly and go, oh, he gets soccer
0: AM. You you get Newcastle fans TV. But- <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, this is this is great for me. I mean, I don't like moving into the Al's always done. He's always done the football impressions along with sort of Darren Farley. I've never I've never really touched on the football impressions because. I love watching other people do them. Slowly and surely I've started having a little dabble, you know, Steve Bruce, Jurgen Klopp. But it's um it, it's uh there's no competition with it because we're just it's just impressions. He's on his path and I'm on mine. But I'm just loving I'm loving what he's doing at the moment. He's out, he's a with all Tyson Fury the other day. He's out with him on a private jet. And I'm just like, for me, I'm like, go on, lad, go on, Al. Um, I just want to see him smashing it over here on UKT. I mean, look, I'd love to be on a TV show, me and Al, because I think me and Al have probably filmed three or four videos together in total over the last eight years, which is not enough. And every video we've ever done has gone viral, every single one. And it'd just be a crying shame if, um, you know, me and Al never worked together on a show. We talk about it all the time. I'd love to. I just, he's He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Look at me, little, little fanboy over here. <laughs> <laughs> what about
2: like a, a live show, like taken out on the road, like whether you or you oh, and Al, is that something you ever
0: considered? Absolutely, mate. Um, we talked about this before COVID. Um, I was having c- serious doubts about what I wanted to do with my job. I just said, I, I'm not sure if I've got a love for this anymore. And I want to try something new and fresh and, he said to me, "Why, well, why don't we go out on stage together?" He said, "When we do comedy together, and I write comedy, but I've never done stand-up." Um, and I was like, "Well, if I do that, I don't really want to do impressions. I just want to do, uh, I want to do sort of deadpan esque comedy." And uh, he was like, "No, no," he said, "Let's go out on stage and do our impressions, and then and then mix it up." And then COVID happened, and um, I think Ireland are only just out of their restrictions, so. We're going to touch base on that probably March, April and see what we can do. But that'll that I that'll definitely happen. And I would not not do that. Once he put that idea in my head, I was like, yeah, 100%. I'd love to. Absolutely love to. Welsh and Irish Celtic bloodlines out on the road. There's the
1: title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, You're not gonna getting a that, cut. Dude. <laughs> I'll, 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 ta- I'll take one percent one percent will do me. honestly i'll, um, I'll get but... my
0: people to reach out to you
1: <laughs> um in all in all seriousness do you, do you think like tv companies are missing out and missing a trick in regards to not getting yourself an Al on because let's be honest it's there's a, there's, there's a lot of familiar television and there's nothing that's a bit unique a bit different do you think there's something like this that should be happening
0: more often. I feel like you've watched a few of my rants on various podcasts. I, I'm, all, uh, <laughs> all, I'm saying, all I'm saying is,
1: all I'm saying this is just my opinion. Yeah. It's got yeah, yeah. to do with my
0: research on this. No, for sure. Um, yeah, it's a good question. It's, yeah, I, I I developed quite a, I'm a very introverted person, but I, I over the last year or two, I've sort of developed a bit of chip on my shoulder where you see the same panel shows happening. I live in London. I work in the TV space and I know exactly how these conversations go with commissioners and the same people going on TV. And it is you bump into them in Soho in London and then you buy them a shot and you get drunk. And it's I can get you that TV show. And it, it is literally like that. Um and it's networking and, and and obviously that's that's the nature of the job. But it it, it does get to a point where you, you sort of look yourself and go, Who have I who have I offended in TV? What is going on uh, where I can't get a look in? Cause it's I've done think I've been um I had my own TV show back in oh god, 2015. It was a pilot, it was called icon. It was actually it wasn't a bad I a premise for a show. I was brand new to TV though. I was like a I was like a lamb. Um and uh it sort of went quiet since then. Um we had TV appearances, but I was like, I really want to try and get a TV show across the line. We've done pilot after pilot after pilot. And nothing happens. Uh, but lately, um, it's quite serendipitous. A friend of mine who I worked on um, my TV show with like six years ago, um, he was just a runner. He did teas and coffees he'd go and get for everyone. And um, I was—I requested that he worked with us on the show. I, like, I really like this guy. He's a scouse lad, really intelligent. And that's all he was doing. Well, he's a producer at the BBC now. And uh, he's turned around to me and said, look, man, we've got this idea i can't talk too much about it. we've got this idea we wanna we want to film with you the BBC commissioners absolutely love you um and and I'm just like oh okay so that's come back round so there might be something going on there and we might be able to get our foot in the door but yeah definitely i i do look at some of these judging panel shows on british TV in particular and um it's the same sort of comedians and you're like you're like it's the, come on you got someone's got i think it's i don't think sometimes i think it's because there's a lot of red tape over what you can and can't say on TV anymore. And I mean, to the point that you can say things that aren't even offensive and they're like, Oh, no, there's, there's a, there's a microorganism under that rock that might not like what you have said there. Um, So I just, yes, it's it's a tough one. I think the British TV landscape at the moment is just, it's all fog of war. I don't, I don't really understand it. There's nothing daring being done and um, it's just sort of the same thing. And, same people on the same shows and over and over and over and over again. So yeah, to answer your question, it does get a bit does get a bit frustrating. But I mean they could look at this and go, God, he's moaning again, but <laughs> you've got a bang on the door. <laughs> Nobody's oh, having look, a drink with me in Soho.
2: <laughs> now uh, now BBC three's back. Yeah. I mean surely it won't be long till you hop on that BBC gravy train. Surely well, it can't be that, that far
0: away that's the conversation i've been having with my friend from the bbc so hopefully yeah over the one next of our lads
2: months... at uh one of our lads at nftv is uh just got the job as continuity announcer on bbc Three. Oh really so, yeah so you, it might not be long till we have an nftv schaefer mashup weeknights hey, that... on bbc three Yeah, me on it. there every day i'd love exactly to. <laughs> For, for for those who who haven't who are watching this and maybe to to bring you a, a new audience hopefully what are, are your sort of go to impersonations and how chuffed are you that Peaky Blinders is back round the
0: corner? <laughs> calm wait, Calm absolute absolutely can't wait because I don't even know how they're going to end that series. But um, yeah, I mean it it it, it's, it changes all the time. I mean I love doing Christopher Walken because the guy has the crazy. Sort of cameo voice is, is one of the greatest Academy Award winners of all time, and, and, and there's the thing with Christopher Walken as well. I always say, when, when people do an impression of Christopher Walken, they think he talks like that, but he doesn't. He, he growls, the little lion who the man <laughs> was attacked by the hyenas. And he's just, I just love his voice. Uh, and they are obviously Gordon Ramsay because he has the most amazing uh range. Sometimes he's down here, then he's up. Here, come on, you. What are you doing? <laughs> Mate. Um, so, yeah, it, it varies. It? And then, look, you, you, you get your Conor McGregor sometimes. You, you, you get him on the mic, you add a bit of reverb, and he's like, shut your mouth, you'll do nothing. Not one of us will do anything about it. You'll do nothing. Um, so I love doing him as well. Um, it just varies. There's lots of different, you know, you can go back to the Game of Thrones, which I haven't done know. Ten thousand bags of cement fixed the Great Wall. Um, I just like mixing up, throwing them around. But um, yeah, it's just whatever comes to my mind. You know, sometimes Christopher uh, Eubank will um, appear in and out of my mind, and he is the stupendously articulate individual. Um, it's just it is whatever comes to my mind. My mind's like a box of frogs, so it's just like a PNGs images everywhere.
2: I love watching Christopher and, Eubank. Uh, interviews yeah. because like especially with like Americans who like because over here we're all kind of used to him and get his stick but when he ends an interview with like a three minute poem and then like <laughs> yeah. the, like, the American uh, uh, interview is just going yeah yeah <laughs> about the <laughs> warrior's code and all that shit I mean it's just
0: magnificent the warrior's code and most of what he says doesn't make absolutely no sense but it's just his delivery you're like I was really intelligent. And in fact, it's like he could have said it in three words, but he's like, the way people ask me about um, the nature of boxing. And for me it is it is like a stiff breeze. And when that breeze comes in, the fortitude of Buddhism. Understand Buddhism is that. and you're like, where's he going with it? What's he on him? Like? <laughs> <laughs> all you're telling me about religion and the weather and ways of life? This man's gnarly. <laughs>
1: and you think that you think about some of these places probably seen his son fight. He's probably seen some fight in Birmingham or something like that. You think, do you think you've never seen that, like that in Birmingham or something? It's absolutely stupid. No. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, DNA. but in, in all seriousness, uh what do you consider your best? impersonation of someone is it a um, gordon or do you feel or do you feel like there's someone that you've not even really done a lot with and like not not a lot of people have heard yet
0: i don't really know to be honest i just kind of let people tell me i suppose <laughs> just that's your best <laughs> one at the moment that's i think my gordon ramsay one's more about nuance if anything um mm. and his body language um like but uh, yeah i mean my favorite was christopher Morgan. i think it was the first i ever learned to be honest um it seems to be the go-to for most impressionists, and or Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. But um, yeah, I mean, at, at one point, I, I loved my Donald Trump to the point. Of, God, imagine saying that. I loved my Donald <laughs> Trump. You know what? I love you too. I think you're. I think you're tremendous. I think you're an incredible impressionist. And you know, I've seen a lot, and I do a lot of impressions too. You know, mine are probably better. Yeah, you know, that sounds like my comment section. <laughs> that sounds exactly like my comment section. You know what? I really enjoyed your Joe, your Joe Rogie. Is it Joe? Is it Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. But you know, I can do better. Okay, let's let's hear it. You know what? I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. I won't do it. It's just better. It's much better you should come to my house. I got a beautiful crushed velvet sofa that I sit on every day and do impressions. You could come and watch me. It's just on it's <laughs> like my comment section. Maybe Donald Trump. I don't know. It varies. It's, it's up and down. I think at one point when Game of Thrones was a big thing, it was definitely Jon Snow and, and all the yeah. characters from that. Everyone, it, it, I think that was, that was what really sort of blew me up. It's just everyone loved Game of Thrones. It was the most watched show in history. And it, it was just, that's all I did. But it was, it was just a, an amalgamation of impressions from Game of Thrones. I couldn't even think now of any. I, I haven't touched Game of Thrones yet since the show ended. Because a lot of people were like, because I, I did so many Game of Thrones impressions and did it for years, even though I was doing other skits and sketches al- uh, along the way. Um, everyone was like, oh, when Game of Thrones ends, what are you going to do? I'm like, oh, just Peaky Blinders. I'll run onto something else. or jump onto the next thing. And um I think that's why I love jumping on the big shows to try and surprise people with, because I love milking Gordon Ramsay. I, I, I do a lot of you'll see it in, throughout the year uh, phases in which I go through it. It'll be Game of Thrones, Peaky Blinders, um, Vikings. I think I did at one point. It just all these different whatever's trending, I'll milk it and milk it till the cows come home, and then I'll jump on the next thing because um, I enjoy doing it really. But Gordon Ramsay, you can put in any scenario, see that's why he's funny. Just put him in anything, any scenario, yeah. and it's just. It's just Gordon Ramsay, isn't it? Yeah, it is brilliant. Um, so,
2: like you, uh, I'm not from Newcastle, so we have something in common there. But what was your journey to to find in Newcastle United, and, and why, why,
0: why, why are you a Toon fan? Everyone asks me this, and do you know what? Ever since we got bought, everyone says you jumped on when when they got bought. I've literally tweeted habitually about Newcastle. I think since I've had Twitter. Um, and screamed into my Instagram stories. Uh, my granddad was from, I think it's Berkham on tweed uh, in the Northeast. Uh, he's dead now, God rest his soul, but he's he got me into Newcastle. In our house, it was um, Celtic or Newcastle. That was it. You supported Celtic or Newcastle. So, uh, um, uh, ironically, all my grand grandfather's sons are Man United and Liverpool fans. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm actually... Now me and my cousin Alex are the only Newcastle fans uh in the family but yeah I I went through a phase uh, I I grew up just habitually watching Newcastle with my grandfather and then I sort of got to that 2002 2003 era of really loving it the sort of you know, Craig Bellamy Gary Speed Alan Shearer Kieran Dyer all them lot but it's um yeah and 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 yeah that just I've always loved Newcastle I think I've had every shirt up until sort of 2015 when uh, Gutierrez saved us from relegation yeah. but um yeah i just i i love the team i i, I it's just I, I i again as i said just before we went live i got emotional watching that game the other day because it reminds me of i don't want to get ahead of myself Well, i can get ahead of myself now i think every newcastle fan can get ahead of themselves i just the way they played and how entertaining it was was just um It just reminded me of that sort of 2002, 2003 era, and maybe maybe more so earlier than that. I just, I remember tweeting out, Newcastle, the entertainers are back. And it did feel like it, to be honest. And no one questioned it either. No one actually questioned it. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just really excited to be a Newcastle fan at the moment. I just, every game you just can't wait for, which is, you know, you look back at a couple of, you know, a month or two ago, or two, three months ago now, and it was just... I just didn't want to watch them at all. I was just like this is no nah, I can't. It was just miserable. But now it's just so exciting and there's so much there's so much passion with this team now and it's it's just great to see. It's, it's great to see. What is your first memory of
1: Newcastle United? States?
0: Um my first memory of Newcastle <sighs> probably um probably honestly this is a weird story saying so, you know, I remember new, the saying see, saying to my grandfather what's the the you know the Newcastle Brown Ale logo i was convinced for for years that it was an energy drink i was asking my grandfather <laughs> to try it and uh, i remember him giving me a bottle of dog and going yeah there you are and i must have been about i don't know 11 12 years of age he was like there you are then have a go on that <laughs> I was, <you> know, <laughs> I remember years thinking that that was my association with Newcastle with the, the big the big star Nuke Brown Ale was an energy drink. I thought it was like a sugary drink and I wanted to try it because everyone, you know, running around with Carlsberg and Coca-Cola. I thought they were all like soft drinks. Didn't know what alcohol was, really, at that age. And, well, until <laughs> my grandfather when, yeah, I have a, I have a bottle of dog. And uh, yeah, <laughs> but that's probably my memory of it, to be honest. Yeah, and getting shirts. I think uh, I remember going out to um Spain with my mum for a family holiday, and I think Clive had signed for Newcastle. I think that's when I really started shedding the sort of infantile uh, mentality on Newcastle and going, oh, this is a team I'm going to start, you know, get to as you start looking at transfers and looking at tactics of how they play. But, yeah, I think just sort of little memories like that, to be honest. Um, Obviously, as a kid and, and watching them, I knew the team, but it was just, it was more... I was watching them for my grandfather. I love watching him, but not not as passionate about him as I am in the last sort of eight years. But um, yeah, there's probably that Key Brown uh, story, my grandfather. Yeah. Is, is that an energy drink? Yeah. Go on, have a, have a go on this. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. A different kind of energy. Yeah. But, uh <laughs> I mean, where were you when the takeover happened? Because that's it. and were you watching the scenes oh, that were man. happening outside St James's Park? And did that make you want to jump in the car and uh, go up to Tyneside? Because oh, I was one hundred percent.
0: One hundred percent. I um, I I remember the first time that the takeover was imminent. I think it was in COVID, April mm. twenty twenty. I think it was. Oh yeah. my! Um, I remember hashtag cans was all over Twitter. <laughs> I was in my back garden getting like. I'm talking, it's a football club, but it's, you know, it's people's livelihoods, it's people's, it's community, everything. But I remember being in the, in the back garden when the, they said, you know, it was imminent in 2020. And, uh, and I was getting absolutely slaughtered, but I remember recently when they got bought, uh, bought out. Yeah. I was, I was well up Genuinely. I was getting teary. Mm. I was like, this is, it's incredible. I couldn't believe it for ages. And then, um, yeah, I sort of stayed off of everything, and my cousin who's an avid Man United fan, but Newcastle is his second team. He's he, he he always supports Newcastle in somewhere or another until we start challenging in the you know we're in the top four, top six, uh, then he's going to hate me. But um, yeah, I remember th- him sending me all the Sky Sports news saying it's done. I wouldn't believe it then. I was like, no. I said, I bet it's going to be like oh, something's falling through. And then when it happened, uh, yeah, I remember I, I was crying. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, you know, he brings up memories as well you're like you wish your grandfather was here to go this has happened but yeah. i mean it was, it's different times then. it wasn't newcastle doing well then but um it was it was amazing and then waking up the next day and seeing sam fender on the bbc going ah i am really hungover." <laughs> just, <you> know, <laughs> it was amazing i absolutely loved it it was it was incredible they just, just stick with you for a lifetime and now there's Going to be more memories to come in the next three to four years when the club builds and we see where we get.
1: Well, it's just going to be absolutely remarkable. It's to be yeah, week. it's going to be amazing. And um, everyone, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you're part of the 99.9 percent of people who think Alan Shearer is the best player ever to play for Newcastle. But yeah, apart from Alan Shearer, who is your favorite Newcastle United player? Could be now. It can be since you've been supporting the club.
0: Is there a particular um, time I got two really. I'm, not, uh, I mean. Just one because he's Welsh, but Craig Bellamy, but, but Nobby Solano, I think. I just, anytime he, any, 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 any time Norberto played, I just, I just, I just loved him as a kid. In in my eyes back then, he was like Ronaldo. For me, I'm like, not, but just for me, I was just like, yeah, I, I de- definitely, definitely those two players stood out for me. Um, Shea Given, though, I loved as a goalkeeper, yeah. I thought he was incredible. I think he's absolutely incredible. But, yeah, probably Alan Shearer was was the best. But, you know, yeah, Nobby Solano and Craig Bellamy, um, maybe Michael Chopra. Oh, then you look at Ben Arthur. There's a lot of players, really. There's a lot of players. <laughs> but um, Ben Arthur, yeah, I'd probably go with Ben Arfa. I, I, there's a lot. But, yeah, Nobby Solano. I'd say overall, Nobby Solano, Yeah.
2: Sure. Oh, it's it's so cool, is Nobby as well. Yeah. It's such a I mean as I said at the top, we had we've had him on the show before, and he was he was in his mom's house in Peru on yeah. Mother's Day. And he was just I mean his Wi-Fi connection was better than mine, which was concerning. But I mean <laughs> he's just he was just he's just the coolest guy ever. Yeah. I'd love to see him, I'd love to see him back at the club uh coaching the kids or whatever Yeah, one day because yeah. he, he, he wants
0: to come back as well. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, that's He's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love to see yeah. that as well. I'd love to see a lot of the the, the greats come back to the, the the club and have more of an involvement. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, I mean, if we stay up this season, then I think it's going to be it's, it's going to be a batshit crazy summer for transfers. Yeah. But it's going to yeah. be really, really exciting what the future holds. But yeah, for sure. Just just before the takeover, we obviously had Steve Bruce, who's obviously. As a as a voice actor, must have been an absolute dream for you, um, because you compare that with Eddie Howe, who doesn't like have with his voice. I don't think he's got really any discernible qualities in his voice. I, I, it'd be quite hard to replicate. But yeah, Steve I'm, I'm Bruce,
0: gonna I'm gonna start learning Eddie Howe because I think there's something in there. Um, yeah. that there is something in there. I'm um, and I'm I'm good friends with Jeff Hendricks, and he's he's been. I, I probably shouldn't say this, but it doesn't matter. Uh, he won't mind. I used to send him voice notes of, uh, when he'd just be going in the changing room to have a team talk of me doing Steve Bruce. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, and he, yeah, not, I used to, and he just, he used to just be like, he'd message me back, just shut up, shut up. He'd be in the, he wouldn't play out loud, but I'd be like, well, you know, Jeff, we're going to play you at, um. We're going to play you at Sunderbuck today. We're going to try you in New York. And uh, he'd just be like, you, I don't know. I don't know if he was laughing or not, but he'd just be he me like, shut up,' you know. Um, but he, he said to me the other day, you should have a go at Eddie Howe. And I went, oh, yeah. I'd never thought of it. But it's so infectious about Eddie Howe that I, I'd, I'd like to have a pop up. I definitely, I, I think there's something there. There's definitely something there. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll I'll play on the fact that he tells all the players not to sit down on the balls. That was like the big thing when he came in the club, wasn't it? Eddie Howe tells the players not to sit down on the balls. They always gotta be stood up. So I'll probably write yeah. something around that. But um yeah, it was um Steve Bruce it was fun having Steve Bruce at the club because it just it was just it was kinda of like having Donald Trump. It was a comedy mine. You could just make him say anything. Um yeah. but um all respect to that man anyway. I'd I'd I'm not one of these people who is gonna shame Steve Bruce or anything like that. But um, I just enjoyed impersonating him. Totally enjoyed impersonating him.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, uh, on on Twitter, every now and again, there's a line that goes around. it. I was a Newcastle fan when I was a Newcastle fan when. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was at Rotherham in pre season when Steve Bruce put Jeff Hendrick up front, and 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 somehow we <laughs> didn't even know the, that. The, the worst thing was we were one nil down when Jeff Hendrick come on. Hendricks scored the equalizer so his decision yeah. was vindicated. It's yeah. bizarre. But yeah, did, did, yeah. what what was what was Jeff's um did Jeff like playing for Newcastle because obviously he's he's been shipped out on loan to QPR.
0: Yeah, he loved it. He's he just, I think he just wanted to get football in. he just wanted mm. to get his minutes in and and I've I think there's a lot of shade uh from some Newcastle fans regarding Jeff and I just think when he played, he would he he would play, he'd work his, his arse off. And, and it's not, and this was before I became friends with him. This isn't like an Alan Shearer, Steve Bruce relationship. This is before I was friends with him. I thought he actually would work and he'd put in the effort. And, you know, he didn't play beautiful football by any means. But that's not what he was he, th- there for. I always said if Newcastle went into a relegation scrap, he's he, he's not the kind of, it's sort of like what Carragher said. You don't want to make sexy sign-ins Newcastle kind of have. Jeff Jeff would have been that person in midfield that would have helped you out in terms of a relegation scrap. Um, I, I, I think he just wanted to get his football in. That's all he, he wanted to do. He, all he banged on about was he just, I want to play football. Like, he just loves football. And um, I can't relate because I don't play football anymore. But when he's saying to you, yeah, I just want to just want to play football, I kind of went, well, that's... I suppose that's like me moaning to you guys 20 minutes ago that I just need to be on TV. Give me a chance. It's frustrating. So I, I, I felt for him. I really did. Um, But he was, he was always, you know, I'm good mates. He's always super professional with how he he talks to me. There's never, uh, I don't get any inside knowledge or anything, nor would I ask, but he, he just like, I want, I want to get games in. I'm like, are you playing this weekend? He'd be like, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. And he just, you know, and now he is. I think he's he's at QPR now, isn't he, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope he does well. Uh, I really do. But I um, think he just wants to he just wants to play football. That's all he said. I just need to. I want to play my football. I want to play for Newcastle. But um I just wish him all the best. Yeah, I exactly. uh, definitely be yeah. sending him an Eddie Howe voice note in the summer if he whether he stays or goes. I don't know, but yeah, we'll 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 work on something. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be playing centre back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I think and something to it before. I think you know we actually admire Jeff for uh, actually wanting to go and play football. It could have been easily just you know stayed at Newcastle, picking yeah. up a wage and not doing anything really. Just obviously just training with the players. So it, I, I, I think and something to admire that. Um, what yeah. have you made of Newcastle's January transfer window business? Uh, Kevin Trippier, Dan Byrne Bruno Gamulej Chris Wood, yeah. <laughs> um, Matty Target as well. It's, I think
0: they're sensible signings, aren't they? Yeah, I, I again going back to what Carragher said. You do not want to make. I mean, Bruno was a a, a great signing, and Trippier mm. was so. But all the other signings, people were like, there were people on again referring. It's Twitter, by the way. It's just an echo chamber. But people like very disappointing window. I, you can't call that a disappointing window, in my opinion. And then people going, oh, you know, if if, if Steve Bruce bought in wood, it, 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 people would be complaining. I I think Wood was a decent sign-in. Obviously, people wanted – oh, God, what's his name? I can't say his name. Oh, Eketike.
2: Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Um, Imagine not being able to pronounce that live on Sky Sports. (laughs) This
0: guy. (laughs) Really? Oh, God, no, I did. I watched that. I I watched that. Yeah. um, Anyway, going back to Chris Chris Wood, I think (laughs) um, – So did I. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Listen, i think i went on true geordie po- uh, podcast once and when um he goes who's your favorite defender and i went uh lacals look Le- at lacassell's lacassell's <laughs> and he was like looking at me like um you're a newcastle fan <laughs> yeah i just want a fan of lacassell's um <laughs> no he um <laughs> no i think woods is a, is a good sign again y- Newcastle's target towards the end of the season now is stopping us from getting relegated. Someone like Wood would be coming in, and and, and he's he's experienced. He plays a Burnley, are a a, a, a dogged side, didn't they? They get stuck in. So it's just like I think he was a good sign-in. I actually when he played the other day, um, I actually thought he was surprisingly quick. I don't know if it was just that game. I just thought he was really quick, or just his acceleration was mad. I don't know. Unless I was watching. Uh, the game in sixty FPS. I don't know. He, yeah. just, he looked quick. He looked he looked quick to me. But all the signings were good. Trippy has been fantastic. There's not a ball. It's Just the tackles he was making the other day. Just everything. Uh he had to see Burton play. I didn't really watch a lot of him at Brighton. Um, Matt Target the other day was phenomenal. I thought everyone. I think Aston Villa people said um, he was good. But when the crowd sort of came back, it's sort of like he, he folded under pressure. And I did see in the first sort of 5-10 minutes he was playing balls at that channel and they were going nowhere. A maximum was like, come on. Um, and, but, the, but then he just started, he, he, he just sort of unraveled and played incredible, but I'm happy with the sign-ins. I really am. I think they were good sign-ins. They were really good mm. sign-ins, <clears throat> especially you've got to consider, you know, um, where Newcastle are in the, in the Premier League. And then people go, oh, well, they'll come for the money, but that's still a difficult one to come for. Cause, I know there are loads of talks with relegation clauses and stuff like that, but the fact that Bruno came over, I was like, I I can see that guy being the the, the sort of talisman for the club in the next few years, 100%. And I hope so, because when he came on the other day, Eddie Howe was saying about, you know, is he used to the pace of the Premier League? And I know it was sort of 86, 87 minutes in and a lot of people knackered, but he made a tackle, assisted St. Max. Obviously, St. Max didn't score, but he made a tackle, played a ball straight through to Maxi, and Maxi missed, but and then done that little step over in the back, either in the corner. I was like, "That's the start you want." But um, <laughs> I'd like to see him played, him and Shelby. And then, honestly, uh, not to throw shade on Willock, I think he was actually good the other day. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see Almoron back in there with Bruno, just playing behind him and Shelby. I, I, really? I like Almoron. I'm an Almoron fan. I am. I just think i I know people say oh, he just puts his head down and runs, but that's it. That's like, imagine when Callum Wilson comes back. I'd have Murphy on the wing as well instead of Fraser. And, uh, um, no. I would, I would. I just think, honestly, I think Murphy, de- Murphy delivers some quality into the box. I think, um, apart from that shot you missed the other day, bless him, where he hit the post. I that, that's what I'd have. I just, I'm just like, I'm one of these, uh, pace mules though. I'm, I just, i I just love to have Almiron back on the pitch. He doesn't get any game time now, but I was gonna ask you, what do you think that is? Why do you think he doesn't get his time? Do you think there's just other other players that are just working zero better than
2: assists, him? Zero assists, zero goals this yeah. season. Yeah, That's suppose, the problem. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it's his end ball, isn't it? It's just not as good as Fraser's. Yeah,
0: and, yeah and look you are how, right there.
2: Look how, look how much Fraser's kicked on now that he's yeah. you know a winger playing on the wing instead of Steve Bruce playing him centre mid when he's yeah, four foot three.
0: Like it, yeah, it's,
2: it's just it's just not a thing. But like, he
0: nearly scored a header the other day, though. <laughs> I know.
2: Unbelievable! But I mean, like all these players that are now playing in their proper positions, like Joe Linton. Who would have thought he was turning into Patrick Vieira before our very oh, eyes? It, it's incredible,
0: isn't it? Unbelievable! There's like nothing gets past him, does it? Nothing. No,
2: he's like I, I saw uh, on Twitter today. There's a page called the Other 14. He's like top of interceptions and tackles.
0: It's ridiculous. Exactly a Tory. He's just killing it. Apart from yeah. me, they, 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 it, just I just want to see his um. So yeah, that's the well, that's one thing. Um, I I did ask, I know Jeff never talked about what went on in training or anything. But what I remember saying to Jeff uh when we first met, um, I was like, um, I was like, say Max, he's the best player at that club. And he went, Joe Linton. He was like, in training, Joe Linton does. And everyone was... you heard it in the media. Loads of time people were going, he's he's unplayable in training. Joe Linton, uh, it, sorry, Jeff said to me, Joey Linton told me he's the best. Joey Linton told me that Joey Linton's the best. Jeff said to me, um, <laughs> Joey Linton's uh, incredible. He said he's so good. But it's just, I don't understand it. Like, he's so good in midfield, but then it's just his finishing game. Like, the other day, I think he kicked the ball in his own face. But, yeah, um, that was brilliant. That was yeah. like Tyson Fury <laughs> punching himself. Yeah. <laughs> you big dosser. It was just, he <laughs> went through. and But I think once he... Once he tightens that up, Eddie Howe has come in and done bits with him. But Jeff said he said to me he was always good. He was always incredible. He said he's a really, really good player. Um, but um, and and he's, he's he's playing immaculate now. I, I can't wait to see. I honestly, at first, I was like, Bruno and Joe Linton is there going to be a? Of course there is. There's going to be it. There's going to be good chemistry in the park with them too, hundred percent. Because people, the crowd want to see it. It's going to spur them on. I I think yeah. Get some more Brazilians in the club. Let's get, we'll get Kennedy back <laughs> now. Oh <God. laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to, yeah. It. Yeah, It's gonna, it's, I, I think it's gonna be great partnership with them too,
1: 100%. Uh, just finally, Schaefer, what is your favorite moment supporting Newcastle United?
0: Um, God, good question. Um, honestly, I I, I think I said it earlier on, it shouldn't be my favorite moment, but I I think it was 2015 when I thought we were going down and Gutierrez scored that goal. And I I think everything he was going through at the time as well, um, I thought that was brilliant, I thought that was amazing, and um, he deserved it, and the club deserved it. And I mean, as a fan, we thought, okay, we'll kick on to better things. And then Mike Ashley came out and gave that speech, was like, I'm not going anywhere until you know we win something. I was like, here's Steve McLaren. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But I thought that, I I mean, it's, I know that's, it's a very weird thing to say. Oh, well, you're staving off relegation, but you know, that, that could, it could have been catastrophic for a long time. I mean, we went down eventually, but it's just, I just thought that, and for the guy, he was going through a, a really crap time. And for him to score that goal, I was just like, that was for me. I just that that was a fond memory for me with Newcastle, very niche one, but that's, that's what I remember. It's my favorite memory with Newcastle. And hopefully, in the next f- three or four years, it's just, just steamrolling the Champions League. But let's 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 try and let's not get at it. Let's say it'd be nice to see me uh, see us in the top six. I think definitely, oh,
2: yes, please. Yes, and uh, please. It, again,
0: please. it's not, it's not far fetched to say anymore, is it? It really isn't. It really no, isn't. no, it's, it's not.
2: <laughs> but, yeah no, but again that just goes to show how big these next three four months are if we stay up this season then we could be on to something
0: really really special um yeah. you, have, you have to come up for a game do you know what honestly and i'll say this i've i've never this is ridiculous as as all the years i've been a newcastle fan i've never gone up reason being when my grandfather passed we were always going to go up together and i've always been like I, i won't go up uh, none of my, no one in the family are sort of Newcastle fans anymore or people have passed on. Just like, I'm the only Newcastle fan. And I've always been a true Geordie and I was like, I'll go up with you, but he's he's not really up there anymore. Like, I got to I gotta go up to a game. I was always like, if I go up, it's going to be a real special moment. I'm not going to be there with my grandfather, unfortunately. But I got to break that mould now and go, come on. He's probably up there shouting at me, going, get to a game. What's the matter with you? But I can't yeah. believe I've I've been to... Christ, be, no, I'm not going to say I haven't been to the stadium of light before I've been to the game. no um, Old Trafford, but I've never, never been to Saint James, uh, just because I didn't in the back of my head I I, I wouldn't go up there when he passed. But you can't, can't live like that. Incredible team, get up there! I'll I got to get up to a game 100%. I'm thinking, um, I'm definitely thinking April, April time for sure. Do it,
2: and do we'll it after no, that beer. Christ.
0: A beer and a pint of that energy drink. What's it called? Newcastle brand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: go to the, the strawberry. Get, go to the strawberry. Get your bottle. E uh, Brown. Get yourself up there. That, uh, yeah. To the bottom of Mario Robson statue up the stairs, and honestly, you'll you'll fall in love.
0: Be crying. I probably will. Emotional lately. I am. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I'll definitely do it. I got to get up there. I hit you boys up as well.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: definitely. It. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on, show. It's been Honestly, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you about Newcastle United. Thank you, appreciate being, it. Being a fantastic voice actor that we all know of. And me and Sam would just like to wish you all the very best in whatever you ah, do in you. terms of the future. Oh, yeah. See you on BBC Three. Guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been <laughs> brilliant. Thank you, honestly. You guys are stars. Yeah. Thanks uh, thanks for it. Appreciate it. Well.
1: No, no worries at all. Sam, like everybody listen to this podcast?
2: Uh, everywhere, if in doubt, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> every, every podcast app available, the Greenwood and Mullin the Show, on Newcastle Fans TV. Uh, yeah, like five stars and all that carry on, you know. Myself and Sam and Shaker Bates. We'll see you all very soon.
0: Thank you, sir. Newcastle Fans TV.